This is Jason. This is Chad. And this is Please Pass the Bacon. Ladies and gentlemen, please pass the bacon. It's podcast. Podcast time. That's the crowd going wild. It's Friday. Podcast time. Fridays are the days we do podcasts. Ugh, that sounds awful. <laughs> Welcome back to Please Pass the Bacon. bacon. Why do you do that? You always come in. It's yeah, not, we don't I do like it by the, syllables. We do it by words. No, Please pass the bacon. When it's bacon, we both say bacon. Okay. All right. That's just the rule. Okay. So welcome back to episode eight, eight. of Please Pass the Bacon. What's got? Uh, what's on your mind there, Chad? Well, I think we'll do a quick catch up. Yep. And I don't mean the condiment. Yes. The catch up. Yes. Um. We just recently, I remember I, I mentioned this a few episodes ago where uh, Jason from PBS came and talked to me about the book and yep. the podcast and all that stuff we're doing with the community. Well, he came, he came out and talked to you as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we got a little, uh, hopefully a little bit of uh, coverage about the podcast, maybe thrown in there, yeah. some, some coverage about community stuff yep. that we're doing. And that should be airing pretty soon on uh, PBS. Well, maybe I think. September. September, October. Fall, yeah. I guess is what it sounded like, right? Yeah. Okay, So cool. keep an eye out for that. It hopefully um, should be pretty good. Cool, cool. Yeah, so that's our catch-up. Well, um, Ooh. I guess we're going to jump right into it. Let's today. do it. Yeah? Yeah, let's do it. It's time. It's time for let's the joke cop. We, I struggle bad, with this. Every, well, bad the cop pat, The dad, dad cop. Joke. Sure. I'll, let's say um, it's dad cop joke time. Yes. Because it's, it's not because we didn't want to do bad cop because it's not right, about bad cops. Bad, yeah. yeah. It's just a joke that's a dad joke, but about cops. There you go. Okay. All right. Uh, because you are still up one nothing, I think you get to make the call. Do you? Or no, you what? No. No. Let's no, stay the true. The person who's. Rock, paper, scissors. Oh, that's yes. what we do. That's Ready? what we do. Rock, one, two, paper, three, scissors. shoot. shoot. Oh, and just okay, you like pick. that. Bam. What you got? Um, I'm going to give you the honor of going first. Okay. You may say your joke first, Jason. Right, just a reminder. Remember, I will be contact. looking at you, not like longingly into your eyes, but I will be looking. You're going to at least make eye contact. Eye contact. Okay. Well, <clears throat> our eyes won't be in contact with each other, mm, but I'll be looking mm, at your mm, eyes. Okay. Thank you for the clarification there, bud. Okay. You All ready? Right, I'm ready. I gotta get I gotta get my mind right. All right. This is a lot of buildup. This a cow stumbles into a marijuana field. The stakes have never been higher. A cow stumbles into a marijuana field. The stakes have never been higher. That was pretty good. You almost got me. Okay. I mean, that was a big okay. smile. Big smile. Smirk. Yeah. All right. I know the next one's going to get you, so this is just kind of a warm-up. Oh, good one. I like that. Yeah. Well well um, chosen. Yeah. Cool. Okay. All right. Um, mine. Wait, wait. Let me... Uh, oh, you're going to mark the... Yeah, mark the my zero. Page. Yeah. Where are we at here? Another big fat zero for me. Okay. Why did the celery get arrested? Why did the celery get arrested? I don't mm-hmm. know, Chad. Why? For stalking. Hmm. Stocks, stocks of celery, celery stocks. Can I record now? Uh, big fat oh. zero. So, still one nothing. Me, you. But I have a feeling uh, you're gonna make a strong comeback. I think. All right. All right. Hey, what's the bacon today? Today. Because when I walked in, did you smell the? <sighs> The yumminess I smelled throughout the, the I air. I the bacon that the intern was making. <laughs> He's she's a nice guy. <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, everyone, today we are doing Trader Joe's uncured applewood smoked bacon. Okay, good. And I, and I listened to what you said the last six episodes. Yep. And how you, got, you don't like smoked yep. bacon. Yep. So you got. I smoked. got instead of smoked, I got applewood smoked. Ah, okay, good. 
good. So I like that, that. That that provides a little bit more different kind mm-hmm. of flavor than mm-hmm. just a regular smoke. Yeah. So yeah. And I didn't say I don't like smoked bacon. It's just I it's want not, something different. Yeah. 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 Smoky is not my thing. Whatever. All right. So what do you have? Uh, you got a weird law for us? Yeah. Today? Well, I got a weird law. This is from Connect I Cut. Okay. Or as you may say, Connecticut. Yep. Yep. I'm familiar. Um. There is a law. Supposedly, there's there's been some ambiguity, ambiguity, some confusion about whether this is real or not. Okay. Now, there's no actual law on the books, but other other statutes, articles reference this right statute. So it's it's there. It's just not necessarily its own law. Okay. But but we feel like it's a pretty solid law because there are other references. laws that are confirmed that reference exactly this one. Cool. That's what that's how it made the cut. All right, what you got? Okay. There is a pickle law. In, As in pickle that you eat. Right. A, okay. a, a pickled cucumber. Okay. Not a pickle in baseball. You Correct. get into a pickle. Right. Not You're not caught in a pickle. Okay. Um, according to, uh-oh, the Hartford... Corrent. Corrent. Pickle Packers, Sydney... <laughs> Sp- <laughs> I, I love alliteration, and that's one of the best. Pickle Packers. Pickle Packers, Sydney yep. Sparer and Moses Dexler back in the day, were arrested for selling pickles unfit for human consumption. And now they're claiming that for it to be a real pickle, when dropped from the height of one foot, it has to bounce. So that so that's how they were determining it's like... like this is unfit. It's, yeah. It's, look, it's, it's too flimsy. It's not... It, it won't bounce. Wow. So if it just like falls to the ground no unfit for human consumption you're going to jail or you're getting cited yeah i, I apparently I, I i think i remember reading a part where these guys were fined five hundred dollars did you get a time like did you get a time frame on this like when this was because if it's well, 500 bucks well if it was steve rice found an article about this pickle rustling in a 1948 article 500 bucks in 1948 wow that's i mean that's a Big health, you you can't be selling people pickles that don't bounce, man. Where do you where do you get the these? <laughs> where do you get off doing these pickle that? Pickle packers, man. I tell you. Wow. So yeah, that's that's our uh, that's our, our weird our law for okay. for today. Cool. All right. So a little good news, and, and unless it's a, it's a yeah. simple one. Yeah, I mean, and, and maybe it doesn't apply if you're a teacher. Maybe it does. I don't but know. But I think a lot of people are going to be happy to to hear that I it's I am. school's no longer out. Fall, summer, what? Yes, that was it is time. amazing. Thank you, it's time. I, w- I feel like I should have done the... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, a little rock okay. and roll hand nice. sign there. Yes, it's time for... Back to school, yeah. people. Time for school, guys. Parents, I know you're happy about that. Uh, you've probably run out of things to do for the kids. You're tired of hearing the phrase, I'm bored, but it's time. It's time. Get time for school. thinking time. Yeah. Cool. Crime prevention tip crime is is it's not going to be our typical crime prevention no. tip because what we're going to do is we are going to work in our I guess you could say crime prevention. Yeah, I mean it's crime prevention and safety. Yeah, safety awareness. awareness. There yeah. you go. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna incorporate that today into our actual the main part of our podcast. We're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about bullying. We're gonna talk a little bit about social media awareness. Its impact kind of on. About youth and even adults, how we value ourselves, how, what the role social media plays in our lives, yep. and, and some ways to train our children to use it in a good way. Yeah, yeah, and we're going to do that today with uh, former, well, about twenty years in broadcasting, three-time Survivor contestant, and now real estate agent Jeff Varner. So, welcome via Skype. Jeff Varner, now. Well, so welcome, Jeff, to please pass the bacon, my friend. We appreciate what a cool name. We appreciate you way. being here oh, on you. the computer. Yeah, thank you all for having me. It's pretty interesting what you're doing and what you want to talk well, about. Well, thanks, and and we appreciate you coming on, especially given that school is getting ready to start. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that we've done through work is some work with anti-bullying, cyberbullying kind of specifically, uh, but I knew that, uh, that you after, so you were a three-time uh, competitor on Survivor, 
Uh, you have nearly 20 years of broadcast experience, so you come with, with some notoriety that you've now leveraged into your own efforts with anti-bullying. And so we thought it was, this was a great time to talk to you about uh, some of your initiatives, uh, initiatives that you've been a part of uh, mm-hmm. up in your neck of the woods. So um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I've leveraged it into bullying. I think I just sort of fell into it. I got bullied. I, I, I was bullied pretty hard, and it sort of helped me as I came through that. Realize that once you go through something and grow through something, you almost feel obligated, or at least I did, to help somebody else do it. You know, and the kids today are going through such a hard time, and it's just important that there's a lesson that I have. And it's so fresh for me that I'm still trying to figure out what that lesson is. But I know that if I get out and talk to people and help people, it helps me. So I just go. So bullying these yeah. days, we, it, we didn't have to put up with the social media type bullying when, when we were kids. That wasn't Thank even there. God. Yeah. Can, you, can, you can you imagine that? Not, not just. I look back at some of the things I did in college and high school and I thought if that was on somebody's Instagram. like Yeah. That's horrible. Or just to think about, like, I'd, I'd say this all the time. I got to think back to middle school and how self-conscious I was with my group of four friends and how I was always constantly yeah. feel like I had to uh, be funny or, or appease that small group. Now magnify that to the hundreds or even sometimes thousands of people yeah. who are able to communicate with you in good or bad ways in an mm-hmm. instant. And it's sad how much yeah. we put into our self-worth based on likes and comments and we have no idea how yeah. many people are seeing these things they might not click like or you know it's, it's yeah. just sad how much we rely on that so so how external approval it's really ugly oh very yeah very much so and a lot of our youth are defining their own lives based on that approve that really shallow approval of people they don't yeah. even really know why do we need it why do we want it what is missing in our lives that makes a total stranger telling me that I look like Kim Kardashian. Right. Yeah. Right. What about that makes me feel better? Right. Because that's, you know, it's a beast. And how do you find the answers? I don't know. You know, from what we've talked about, you've dealt with uh, from six years old through adults. Right. And when you're and you're talking to these people, you're you're covering the whole game. Yeah. And yes, um, just to back up a little bit, I'm. You know, I if you Google my name, Jeff Varner, you will see that I am the guy who outed the trans man on national television. Whatever that means for you, however you want to define that, it is what it is. And there's a whole lot going on with that moment in time that um, most people don't know. A lot of people don't know. And it doesn't matter, really. But what it caused for me was this really intense bullying that I went through, um, first of all, myself. You know, I I had to forgive myself in the beginning. But once I got past that and the world was attacking me, it really opened my eyes in a lot of ways to what kids might go through today. Because, you know, I'm 53 years old. Mm -hmm. Who cares? I'm not I don't care what people think of my Instagram. But when I'm having a hard time accepting my own actions and then other people are piling on and seeing a headline and telling me to go kill myself and that I should never this, that and the third you know, it really does something to you. And I worked really hard for about two and a half to three years to go through that, mm-hmm. come through that, be a healthier person. And in that process, part of my process was to help others. So I have been really grassroots. I don't have a website that talks about what I do. It's not important. I think when people go and talk to kids and they put a big, you know, Instagram account up to show them talking to kids, they're advertising themselves. Right. And it's right. about that. And I'm not doing any of that. But I talk to little groups, of middle schoolers, little kids, high schoolers. I have a prepared speech for different people, depending on what age you are, that deals with my trauma and how I came through it and the, how the lessons that I've learned can help you, hopefully, with what you're in the middle of. Is there anything that shocked you? And in, in having these talks, the feedback you've gotten from kids that you just weren't expecting, good or bad? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of things. I know. I know. All- I know. One thing for us was hearing how, if we polled a group of people in these what we called smash sessions, which were social media, mm-hmm. uh, social media awareness and safety habits, was mm-hmm. out of fifty kids in a room, and we asked how many of them have positive experiences with social media, 
you might get one, maybe three Mm -hmm. that raise their hands. Which is a shame because I really think when social media was started, it was a positive. It was a way to connect with family that you weren't near Mm -hmm. or friends that you weren't near anymore. And it was a great way for people to see what you had going on in your life Mm -hmm. that you wanted to see. And still is if you treat it responsibly. Like all of that is still there. It's it's this other beast that people's shame and insecurities have seeped through keyboards and it's turned into something else that if you don't look at it properly and deal with it properly, it can really affect you. And, and, and you and you've said shame has been a part of kind of your way to identify some things that have helped you in the healing process of 100%, bullying, right? Yes. Yes. When I, when I outed, Zeke on Survivor, it didn't dawn on me right away what I'd done because we're playing a game and we're sleep deprived and we're starving and we're we're in a game where we're lying to each other and trying to kill each other in a sense. And that puts you in a heightened awareness that just makes it very difficult for you to comprehend anything like you're not yourself. And it took me a while to come out of that. But in the beginning, I thought, I am a horrible human being like this is horrible. And what psychologists that I'd worked with at the time were helping me understand is that what I'm experiencing is shame. And in order for me to heal and move past it and be ready for this onslaught of social media that's coming, I need to be able to understand my own shame and how to get through it to be strong enough to handle all of that. And that taught me a great deal to the point that when I go into schools now, these kids are living in it. It's like a soup of shame. They throw it on themselves. They believe it themselves wherever they get it, maybe in their homes or, you know, we, we pick that up anywhere mm-hmm. and, and it doesn't go, it goes in. Shame goes in. When we allow it to go in, it goes in. So you're asking what shocks me. What shocks me is seeing how many kids are just hurting yep. mm-hmm. and being able to help them understand that what these bullies are doing to you is not about you. What those bullies were doing to me online was not about me. Shame has nowhere to go once it gets inside of you. It grows and it gets bigger. And the more your shame, the bigger it is. And it eventually forces you to act and react in ways. You know, we walk past somebody and we tip our head like we can't make eye contact with somebody. That's shame. Mm -hmm. What is it about you that can't look up and say hello to somebody? And when you help kids understand that hurt people are the ones who hurt people. Mm, it's not about you it's about them Mm -hmm. absolutely it helps so much there's no way we're going to be able to stop shame and bullying in schools i i I firmly believe going through it that there's too much it's too big so for me and my um plan with the kids it's more about helping them understand that it's not you yeah that's it helps them develop a, a very healthy way of processing what a bully's trying to make you feel. They want you to be afraid. They're more important when you're less than. Yes. So mm-hmm. they try to make you that way. And that's a result of mom and dad being alcoholic at home. Mom, you know, ignoring or cheating the kids. on dad yeah. or, so, you know, just stuff. All families have all kinds of stuff that just, that grows. And families are, you know, shame is generational. It's passed down yeah. how you react and act or, until you get a hold of it. Or the parent that was bullied or, shame yeah. as, as a youth and now they're worried yeah. that their child is going to to be looked at as the nerd you know we we talked about uh about one of the schools we dealt with there was yeah. a uh a finstagram group so all these fake instagrams that these kids have got together in a group and they which played is this already game. a bad thing it's already a fake it's already instagram it, account. It, oh my god this it, it takes an anonymity to another level and so these kids played this game where they would say, who would you like to, to, to kiss? Who do you love? Uh, and then who would you like to shoot? So when that, that turned into the principal's name got put in there. Yeah, and so that then, yeah, there you that go. then when a parent saw that, who do they call? The police. We get involved. And so exactly. all of... Which point to shocking thing number two for me. Um, in bullying problems at school, what I found one of the biggest problems with that are the adults in the room. Mm-hmm. The teachers, mm-hmm. the people who are around, right. because they get emotionally involved. Their triggers kick in, and and you know a lot of them will tell you they're not paid enough. Right. You know they're they're tapped out. They're having to bring their own money in to buy books and stuff, so they just don't get involved. Or we're such a litigious society these days that the rules are in place that we start covering our asses more than we do helping the children. 
And if, yeah. you know, people get involved and next thing you know, social services is showing up at a house where the little kids are. And, you know, that keeps kids from going to adults saying, I know little Johnny wants to kill himself. What do I do? Right. It's a big mess. And until we get the adults figured out. I was about to say, as an adult, that's a hard decision to make, even when you're, you know, yes. talking to each other. Hey, how should we handle right. this? How do you we know so kid. and so. Yeah. Right. I mean, a kid, that's that's a yeah. lot of. And, and I want to say they just yeah. passed legislation, if I'm not mistaken, that all schools have to have an anonymous way. And this is something very recent. Uh, way of reporting. So within the school, they have there's a there's a mechanism in place that they can anonymously make some kind of report or you know bring something to to the attention of the adults. So right. maybe, maybe that's. But once it gets to the attention of the the adult, how does the adult deal? How does yeah, the true. adult react? Right. You know, right. it's it still comes down to it's just a really big big beast. Well, it's, so it's, for me, the the most valuable thing to do is to teach a kid who's being a victim of bullying, that it's not about you and they're hurting. So forgive them. Yeah. I know that's a hard lesson to try to get a kid to, to understand, but, and we can go deeper into why that is if you want, but yeah, well, I know that I, I feel like I'm talking like on this whole other spiritual level up here. I'm not making no, any no, sense. But that's part of it. Like these yep. kids have to understand that. Like, I mean, at the time you were a 51 year old man with yeah. resources. Can you imagine? Yes, as, right. a, as a 12, 13, 14, Hormones are old, raging. You're trying to Prefrontal cortex not developed enough to make Absolutely. good decisions. You're going to, that's, that's a scary thing. Absolutely. And when you're an adult, you know, it was, it was not easy for me to see it. But once I saw it, I understood that there's a difference between shame and guilt. Shame is, I am a bad person. Guilt is, I did a bad thing. And until you can get from I'm a bad person to I did a bad thing, you can't heal from anything. Right. Like that's internal. It's awful. And, you know, a young mind that, you know, I'm a 51 year old man who's traveled the world. I've given, you know, I've been nominated for Emmys. I've done television specials. I've talked to important people. I've interviewed people. I understand. I can make that adjustment. But when I'm 10, 11, right. 12, my mind's not there. And so they internalize it and they. You know, those are the kids who commit suicide, the ones who, who can't process They can't that get that and shame understand. and that guilt out. Right. Yeah. And when I was saying right. earlier about leveraging, I, that was the wrong word, but you are— you Capitalized. Are a, you're, well, you're, you're a, a grown man that that is, you know, the kids would look at and go, oh, he's famous. That's what—because that's what these kids want. Oh, they want to be famous. They think if you're famous, you—and you were just as much—just as susceptible— not as the kids are, but you were susceptible to something that as an adult, you, these kids, it might be good for them to see. It's not just them. It's, it's, it's somebody who is, could be anyone who has notoriety and they were still affected by bullying. Well, I think you guys should probably do a, an episode on reality TV and have (laughs) me back for that. Do we, there's a whole lot that I would like to share about that. Jeff, do we still have reality TV? Or, or I mean, I feel like no, when it first came have, out, it was maybe a little more a reality. But now I feel like yes. a little more unscripted or, or unstructured. Yeah. And see, that's, that's, um, I am one of the few people in reality television who has been part of both. Mm-hmm. The original one. I was on the second Survivor back in 2000 when... We didn't really know what was going on, right. and they did just follow you around with a camera and capture what you do, and it was reality. I came home, and the show I watched was the experience I had. But on season 34 of Survivor, Different 15 story. years later, oh my gosh, Like the narrative is already crafted. It's like they're, they're asking us questions to fit in the storyline they've got figured out, and producer involvement is just intense and it's a a faster paced thing and it's even the emmys now they don't give the award to unscripted television show they give it to the unstructured Unstructured. television show because it is scripted on many different ways and when a producer gets involved and starts messing with stuff and there's trauma involved that's that's ugly well that's and i think that's i think it's a good thing for it's another podcast well (laughs) you're right and but i think if, if parents are listening to this Share yeah. this episode with their kids so they can see that we say this, you know, I've got, an, my wife and I have 20 years all-star cheerleading gym. So we see, at work, we see You're the law it. enforcement, right? But we see it on a different level with the kids in the mm-hmm. gym. And it's, I think it's good, hey, parents, share this episode because they can see a perspective that uh, reality TV is not always what you see, just like Instagram, someone's Snapchats. 
they're not in a minute <laughs> bless you bless you <laughs> my dogs have to be <laughs> you know they're shut these up Insta- wait me shut up that was that was rude no, well i mean he is the guest, <laughs> Sorry, he, he is the guest so i guess he can say that to you um so you know that they, that these instagram feeds are that's not reality that that's a, that's a persona yeah, that people well put it gets on. us right back to just because you see it doesn't mean it's real or true you right. know and that's that's something that we we need to make sure our kids well, understand. It, well, it tells us this. Jesus on that. It tells us this. You know what? Instead of finding your value and trying to be like someone who that's not even really them, find your value yeah. where you are. Yeah. Find your purpose Absolutely. where you are because you do have and, a purpose. That's not an easy thing yes. for a 13-year-old. You know, it took me until I was 50 to find mine. Mm-hmm. You just have to go through stuff and But if they can But you know, you know when you were 14, 15, did you ever hear did anybody ever tell you that? Find your purpose where no. you're at. No, but that's no, so no, no. we need to say it. Well, that's a big responsibility yeah. for parents, aunts, uncles, other family members that uh, there you we, go. we need to make sure our kids understand that and and maybe maybe we're not showing enough that we that we appreciate their you know we're not letting them know that we value them i don't know yes. as a as a generation yeah. i don't know but yeah, I, I think if a great we make sure then we can help combat that from the beginning well and another prong yeah. to this is okay Pando- your, pandora's prong <laughs> pandora's box is already open there we go so it's not like hey guys we, jason said pandora's box on another again. episode of oh, God, I, do, I, do that, I do say that i do say that i gotta come well, up with I, a different it, no 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 i like it it's your it's your style <laughs> Um, <laughs> do your hand thing again. Say it. Pandora's, Pandora's box. Like box. Pandora's box. It's open. It's open. All right. Um, so the the younger generations, I know for my kids, I have young, I have 10, 8, and 6. They're not going to be on social media. That's just not something that's going to happen. And if parents yeah. are listening to this and you have not introduced that to your kids, cell phones that have Wi-Fi or internet access or social yeah. media, keep yeah. it away from your kids. It's It's not, it's really not, healthy a good thing yeah. for young minds unless it's well, very let controlled me, let me tell you an example of uh, part of my process you know when that happened in real life for me on that survivor episode it was june 2016 the show didn't air until april 2017 so i had to i had nine months i had to give birth Right <laughs> to a new strength that I did not know that I had through therapy. I worked really hard because I knew that on the night of April 12th, the world is coming at me. I'm going to be attacked. And how am I going to withstand that and uh, deal with all of that? And so part of my process in getting ready for that was knowing that as soon as that episode aired, that very second, turn the Internet off. Don't go on social media. Don't go on Twitter. Don't go to Instagram. I don't need to be on Facebook because the whole world's going to cuss me out and I don't need to see it. And I took two to three weeks off and that changed me. That showed me because it changed me as a person. Like the, the less time I spend on social media, the more I am able to look inside of me and find that value and find that worth. Mm-hmm. I don't watch TV anymore. Like I don't, I don't, I can't stomach reality television anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't watch any of that anymore. Award shows, that external approval. I don't watch that. Anymore. Adults giving adults awards. Yeah. Right. I, that's ridiculous. And it's like the whole process of the way we do and treat each other by walking away from that for a while. It makes it easier to see when you step back into it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So parents at home, one of the smartest things you can do with your kid is keep them away from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, social media fast. Just fast from yeah. it for a while. and Absolutely. Take a break. Get grounded to real life them. again. Mm-hmm. And, and I was going to say, it, it's a shame that a person could spend 50 years of their life doing good things. And then one th- these days, one, thi- one little hiccup. Yeah. And now... Yeah. You're judged for <laughs> right. one thing, yeah. and that—that's the right. problem with this social media thing. I think is that right. it, it. Oh, look at what happened to this person. Look what happened, and and mm-hmm. you can ruin a life because yeah. people saw a a hiccup of your life on, on social yeah. media mm-hmm. yeah. or TV, movies, it, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we we need to work on judging people so harshly on social media. Social media is just so fleeting as well. I mean, it's like even when something happens, you've only got 140, 200 characters to put it That's in. That's right. So everything is bubbled down to a headline. Yep. And so you're looking at what and, – and a headline is meant to spin. 
that headline is going to lead to an article that makes money when you click that's into right. it. So that stuff you're reading is BS to start it's with. All, it's all it's all a spin. That's all you're yeah. reading. There's no context. There's no there's that when you're treating somebody based on a headline a certain way, then you're doing such injustice not only to them but to well, yourself. And that's what I'm at least somewhat encouraged in that, that I feel like they're when you look at long format podcasts, they they seem like they're gaining momentum. And that's at least mm-hmm. somewhat encouraging to me that a segment of society is willing to dig in a little bit more instead of just yeah. get the 140 character, you know, quick news item or yeah. topic, you know, just talk about they're digging in these long format uh, interviews. Yeah, and if true. there's a hunger for that, maybe people are, are starting to, and, and, to buy into, and we talk hey, about, let's talk. We talk about getting the whole picture. We say that all the time. Before you snap to a judgment, let's get as much as that picture as we can before we go. Yeah. Right. Well, as police officers, I'm encouraged to hear you say that. Yeah. Well, we... we, Because a lot of times police officers get a bad rap for jumping to a conclusion, and it's it's encouraging to hear you guys say that. Well, and that's that's what we... That's why we're doing this. You know, because one thing that we think that, and we see it, that uh, social media does is it's very easy to be anonymous, which is then very easy to dehumanize probably you mm-hmm. when you dealt with your bullying. Mm-hmm. Um, I know with police That's... officers, I mean, you see cops getting water dumped on them in New York. I mean, the only way you do that is yeah. if you can just separate yourself from the human behind that uniform. That's shame. Mm-hmm. That's what shame does. Yeah. Shame disguises itself. It hides itself. It separates us from self. And we can't put our own name up there. Yep. We can't put our own face up there. And when I was talking about shame as nowhere to go but out, that's what that old keyboard stuff is. It's they're making themselves feel better by pulling the plug and letting a little of that run out. How, you know what I mean? How yep. sad is that, that the bullies of our day are now hiding behind fake pictures, fake names, mm-hmm. at a keyboard in their bedroom, and, mm-hmm. and, and they're just making f- people feel horrible. Well, th- yeah. you think about it. If you... If you... If you... Hey! <laughs> shut up! <laughs> we, I've, I equate social media to you're driving in a car. Somebody cuts you off. You're laying on the horn. You're throwing them the finger. You're cursing at them. Why are you laying on the horn? Why, when you talk about laying on the horn, why are you laying on the horn? Right. Yep. What's, what's driving you to be that angry? Right. Because you certainly... Well, right. anonymity is part of it. It, 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 it's 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 right. giving you a vessel to do it because if you're in the grocery store if you're somebody, in line so, at a register well, anywhere line, yeah if you're in line at a store and somebody yeah. cuts you off you're not going to start yelling yeah. at the person most you of know, us most of us Why? wouldn't do some that some people will yeah. yeah and then there's social media right, right, right there, there to, to, to change it, it all put it on the internet to, and to capture whatever you know, spin you want to put on it yeah yeah it's all an ugly thing yeah it is it's interesting you should talk about the honking on the horn because when I was going through most of my therapy, there was a, there was an epiphany that I had in reading and studying some different people that write about it. And, you know, one of the things I learned was that one of the best ways to get through and out of shame is to practice empathy. Empathy is the antidote to shame. And one of the things that I would do is recognize how I was yelling at people who cut me off on the road. Mm-hmm. And... I started all of a sudden just organically being like, okay, honey, no, you, you go on ahead. You've got to be somewhere a little sooner than me. Maybe <laughs> that poor person. Maybe your in husband is in the hospital and he's about to die. So you go get there. Let me pull over and let right. you go. Like I have a whole different reaction <laughs> to things now. Right. Well, we snap judge. And it's helped me a great deal. We snap judge other yeah. drivers. We have no clue what any of us else are doing. Like you say, they could be going to the hospital. They could just be late. Yeah. Who, who knows? But we think that we have an idea and then we roll with that and hit the horn. Well, we get, we get so we get so involved in what we're right. doing that we forget about what's yeah. could be going on. Empathy, empathy. is everything. Yeah. I think if everybody on the planet started practicing empathy, we'd have a very different planet. How do you how do you get that through to a child? Yeah. That's the important thing. A kid who's being bullying, one of the most valuable things they can do for themselves is to forgive that bully. Right. Well, I think I think that's I think it's good that we talked about because it's not like we can give you the ABCs of how to stop bullying because it's going to mm-hmm. happen. But sometimes, if if we're doing things like this, if kids are doing things like showing empathy, you're ta- kind of like the name of our podcast. Please pass the bacon. We're taking what can be a disparaging comment, and we're just kind of owning it and saying, you know what, you can talk yeah. about it, but we don't. We're gonna we're gonna own that phrase. We're gonna take it back from you. So if a bully. Is, is bullying somebody and they don't get that reaction and they're doing the opposite and they're showing empathy. Maybe taking mm-hmm. the legs out of that out from underneath that bully. 
They really are. But the most important thing they're doing is protecting themselves. They're not internalizing anything. Because once it's inside you, then it grows and it turns into other things. And then you see kids getting on drugs and acting out with crime. And it just, it grows, it grows, it grows. So if, if a parent is listening right now, the most important thing I have in my message to you is teach your children to practice empathy and to forgive people who hurt them. Like It'll it. serve a gazillion years of great karma. I, I firmly believe that. Well, I think that was a great message about the empathy. Let's let's start teaching our kids while they're young. Yep. And yeah. I mean, we can all do that, you know, even as yeah. adults. And that's and, when I talk to civic groups. I, I speak a lot of times to rotary clubs and groups like that. It's the same message because, you know, you go to work and people walk in your office and they take your head off or something happens and you know it makes us react to them in a way and then now we've got this energy and now it just ripples and everybody's pissing everybody off all day long when you really could have just looked at that person and said i'm sorry whatever's going on with you yeah uh, you know want to talk it's about okay. it here. can i oh that's that's what i wanted there was something i wanted to mention there and and, and jeff you've you've said it several times your therapy there's no yeah. reason for us to be embarrassed if, if we need therapy or if we feel like we want it's to get ridiculous. it and, and we need to let our kids know that, mm-hmm. that, Hey, Absolutely. if you're feeling this, this shame building up, this rage building up, please tell let's, me, let's help talk, you talk to somebody. Yeah. Talk, yeah there, we should not be as a society embarrassed that we need help with something like that. Right. And, and I think it's if, true. if we're practicing empathy, we're, we're talking about what we're going through to a, a therapist or a professional. I mean, th- those are two huge steps to solving, you know, or at least eliminating a lot of that issue that we have yeah. in our society. Right. And it's tough, too, for kids to talk to parents and talk to adults. Yep. You have to find the right therapist, somebody that really lets the guard down, because that's really where you have to go. But, I mean, you know, I, I think we have a, a shame epidemic in this country, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And you can't get rid of that until you talk to somebody about yeah. it. I think shame is more pervasive in our country than cancer. Mm-hmm. And that's just from years of reading about it and seeing it. I can spot it a mile away now. It's like and now, and it's now, changed my whole life. And now social media has given people the vehicle to pour that shame on other people but you got to be on it parents have got to be in that mm-hmm. like i love my brother has a 15 year old girl and he barely can use email and it's like you got to get on that boat because yeah. this, this is their life you know like we're ordering food now and ordering our groceries from our cell phones and right. paying our bills from our cell phones like that's that's the tool and i i didn't know kids hated facebook it took me <laughs> oh yeah that's an old like that's our lap. generation we're <laughs> facebookers people, yeah they're more Snapchatters oh yeah and, and instagrammer oh yeah how do you know what snapchat is what do you know what do you think your daughter's taking a picture of and putting out there on the internet oh, or your son the, you that's, know and that, that school we dealt with never the, goes away that uh instagram issue that group um police showed up so every time we did those smash sessions we would show up with a stack of papers all those papers were the, the direct messages of these kids from their Finstagram account. So when we would go in there and hold that up, you should have seen their faces. Look what we have, your Eyes private message. This big, like we have private messages from, so not just their... Oh, that was their group? That was the, from their group, because what parents did is they screenshot, oh, wow. it, they screenshot all of these private messages. So these kids... That's powerful. Right, like these kids don't get like, okay, yeah, it's a Snapchat, it comes up, it goes... Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's two clicks, screenshot. Wow. Now I've got that picture. I've got that video. You can screen record now. None of that stuff is, is, is going mm-hmm. away. And so that's the scary yeah. part. And those kids who wrote that instantly by you shining it on them felt shame. Mm. They were ashamed of their own. And it, hopefully they felt guilty. We have to, we have to be aware of how that how how shame gets into a kid mm-hmm. like parents have really if you can pick up one book and read it pick up a book on shame and understand it interesting oh i just took it away i have one that always sits next to my desk and i just i, I clean my desk and it's on the other <laughs> side of the room i was getting ready to shame you out on it that's what I you am. get for cleaning your house jeez <laughs> <laughs> um but i keep a book with me at all times so if i'm you know shame is painful you feel you you get a lump in your throat. You get like butterflies. It just you just physically don't feel right when you know you've done something you should not do. Yeah, um, both sides of the coin. You know, the police and the community. If we did that same thing, trying to understand where each other are coming mm-hmm. from, mm-hmm. seeing each other at you know, we, we we shouldn't be looking at 
a, a suspect as anything other than a person that may have made a mistake. Could be. Could be. Not mm-hmm. a prop, not a repeat offender. Right. But, you know, we, we still need to look at them as human and have at least that respect for them as a human and then yeah. vice versa. Hey, we're real people yeah, well, doing de- a job. Yeah, dehumanizing with, that person is wrong. In, our, you know, yeah. in a position of power doesn't help the situation, doesn't help them. It well, doesn't... you know, there are a lot of people... There are a lot of people in the world who feel that's what cops are. Mm-hmm. That they you are they are not human to to an officer yeah. because you know there are a lot of them that are given that rap, and it's just why I think it's so beautiful that you guys are out here showing that's not the case. I just I love what you're doing with this podcast. Awesome. I really appreciate do. it. Well, we appreciate you coming on and sharing your experience and your efforts. I got a bucket more. I got a whole <laughs> lot more. Well, we'll have to we'll talk after the show. Bring me back. Okay. Cool. All right. You'll be my therapy session. We could do a public therapy session. Well, I mean, that's one of the hats we wear as police officers sometimes. Is, yeah, is a we therapist. feel like we're definitely... Uh... When I was an anchor, there was a point when I was an anchor in Michigan where um, a police department was wanting to teach their officers empathy with people who are schizophrenic. Okay. And so the way to do that was to have them actually walk in the shoes of a person living with schizophrenia. So... They had a device and a software. It was a virtual experience where you plugged in. I've got this on YouTube, actually. You can connect to the video of me doing this. That's interesting. And there's a, it might have been a sheriff's department. Either way, um, you watched an episode of a man in his home suffering from schizophrenia, and he had ordered a pizza and was waiting on the pizza to be delivered. Mm-hmm. And that was it. There's nothing. But what was going through his head and how he was reacting and interacting, it had smells, it had wind. This thing was fascinating because I was in there. And when I came out of that, I thought, I had no idea that is the experience of a schizophrenic person. Uh, Jeff, I actually and did it was that, that same thing. We, we, did, we did it. We have for our, really? our, where we work, it's a crisis intervention team. And Isn't it amazing? Th- I mean, I feel the same way that you did. The, the smell of the pizza, the wind, the, you know, he forgot he ordered a pizza. He didn't. Wow. I mean, it, it is. And the news anchor, he's watching the news and the news anchor starts talking to him. Yep. Don't answer that door. Don't answer. They're coming we to get must you. have been yep. to the same thing. Yeah. And, and it's probably, hopefully widely used because obviously it was a huge wake up for you and, and for me as well. I mean, it, it it's amazing how, how they are perceiving what what is going on around them it's scary well and that's isn't it amazing though how learning and practicing a little bit of empathy changes yeah the way you see things and and jeff we if you change the way you look at something the thing you look at changes we say it all the time all people would uh would go through like a citizens academy uh do a ride along they can do something called a fats machine which Fire is a firearm training, training simulator simulator. Mm-hmm. Um, and They're that puts you people fat. Yeah. It's, you put people in those situations and they come out of that and go, wow, I did. I didn't realize mm-hmm. how quickly things develop and how quickly I'm going to have to make a decision. Lethal force, yeah. no force, you know, do they have a Which weapon? Which type of force? Yeah. 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 So again, it's more putting yourselves in other people's shoes before you mm-hmm. go. I mean, we're afraid of the unknown. We're afraid mm-hmm. of the unknown, and the more we know about something, the less fear there is, more understanding, and, and hopefully the better yeah. we, we get along. Come, if, you, if we come at each yeah. other from a place of respect, right. in the uniform and the, and, the, and the citizen, if we come at each yeah. other with, with a, from a position of respect, things go very differently. Yeah. Always. If you have empathy, you're respecting. Yeah. And we can always eat bacon together. Hey, let's sit down. Because everybody have some bacon. loves bacon. See, and Jeff, if you were here, yeah, we, yeah, if you were here, you could have tested. I, uh, I picture just like trying to feed the monitor. <laughs> yeah, here, open up, Jeff. Here's your bacon. I can't tell you the last time I had bacon. Uh, I'm trying to lose weight. Uh, well, we, we review it every episode, so we. Uh, that's not true. I had bacon on pizza two nights ago. I do remember. Uh, I don't know if that. Wait, why does that counts. not vibe? I'm trying to lose weight. I had bacon. Have I had bacon, had bacon on, bacon on pizza, pizza, but that doesn't vibe with I'm trying to lose weight. That's true. It's a but cheat, you, is it a cheat, cheat day? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Uh, yeah. I make myself vulnerable and I have empathy with myself. <laughs> I feel bad for all that pizza that's not getting eaten right now because people are dieting. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I'm going to make you feel bad. I'm going to eat your pizza for you. <laughs> Save you a couple of Hey, they're a business. Pounds. You know, They're just trying to make there money and make a living. So. <laughs> all, right. all right. Everybody is. Well, Jeff, we don't want to keep you any longer. Social media is. That's why social media will never help solve this situation because they make money on it the more you get the more it is it's up to the parents to learn every parent should 
download Snapchat and Instagram and, and get on and it. Learn it and force your children to friend you and, and take your kids' friends and see what other screen names they might be under. And right. tic- TikTok on is a new stuff. one. Wait, so, so, so repeat that again. TikTok hey, Jeff, say, say that again. So get the find out what other screen names you said that your kids could be operating under. Yeah, yeah, because if mom and dad is in a phone and they know they're in a phone, then they'll sign up with another screen name mm-hmm. and hide it in a different way. The kids, are, they find ways around stuff. Yep. It is important for a parent to stay on their kids' butts like that. Yeah. Very important. Teach them responsible social media. It's important to take up social media away. you got to have those vacations to make you appreciate what you have. But you can't – I don't think a parent can tell a kid no social media ever. Mm-hmm. Because that's their life now. That's the way it is these days. And when they get to a certain age, then you begin teaching them how to use it responsibly. There you go. Yep. How Mm -hmm. to, how to, how to. It's so important. Parents don't get involved. They just don't, they don't even know their parents. They probably don't even know what TikTok and Snapchat is. And that one thing we do with our kids, even at the age they are, whenever we see, uh, like if we're at a restaurant and there's four teenagers around and they're all staring at their phone, we point it out and we kind of make fun of it. And we're like, hey, look, they're all sitting together. Nobody's talking to each other. And now our kids. We'll look at it, and you know what they'll say? Hey, look over there. They're addicted. And that's exactly what they're doing yep. with these algorithms. Yep. And uh, yep. they're, these, they're using these platforms to yeah. to tap into the addiction. They're controlling us, manipulating <laughs> I mean, us. I they, that, they really are. Right. They're listening to us. I mean, I went a couple months ago before I bought a drone, I was telling somebody in my room, in my house, I, I'm going to buy a drone. I'm thinking about buying a drone. What a cool thing. Never even searched for a drone, never did anything. 15 minutes later, I'm on Instagram and every other ad is a drone. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's just the world we're That's in. just good advertising. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, how did they do that? I felt so creeped out. Like, now I'll all of a sudden be like, Budweiser. <laughs> I want a Budweiser. And then you, see and how long it takes. Let us know if when we hang up, maybe it'll show up at the Later door. tonight, you get an ad about bacon. Let us know. Or <laughs> okay, pizza. I will. Yeah, or pizza. There you go. Bacon. Oh, man. Alexa, I want some bacon. <laughs> oh, now, you, if you told Alexa, they def, you're definitely going to get it now. Hey, you've opened She's up Pandora's box. The the Pandora's, Alexa heard that. Pandora's box of bacon. <laughs> What's the box? <laughs> That's, I don't even know what it is. You don't know what Pandora's box yes, is? Yes, I do, but okay. I, just lo- I don't know what. This is just a box. That's just the stuff coming up. out. Yeah. All, all the stuff yeah. from Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> all right well jeff we're not going to keep you any longer we it's okay. we appreciate you i appreciate y'all talking to me i hope i didn't just talk you no, no 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 that's it's good stuff i'm used to that yeah not to point any fingers that. i use my thumb <laughs> all right jeff <laughs> thank <laughs> you very I'm much really grateful y'all had me on i appreciate it and if i can work with charlotte police in some way i'm all for it just let me know i'll drive down i'm not that far away okay i'd love to go with you on one of these smash sessions and meet some of these kids uh, i would hey, love if, that. You, if you're really up for that we may uh we may reach we'll out to you, you on this. Yeah. totally into cool it. good deal so jeff thanks again for being here and best of luck to you with your real estate ventures man we appreciate it appreciate thanks, it all right Speaking of real estate, hey, if, you, real if you're estate, in the Greensboro area, look Jeff up, you know? He'll help you out. Yep. And what if you're in the Charlotte area, Jason? I think we've got something for that, too. If you're looking for a new home in Charlotte and the surrounding area, you can check out carolinasunshinehomes.com and because you don't want a realtor. You want the realtor. realtor. Contact Krista for all your home buying and selling needs. She can do both. Okay, cool. So, well, guess what time it is now? Is it a good time? It's time for... Can I, can I do something different this time? Sure. Normally, I'm asking you to do it. Would you like for me I to I would ask like you Chad, to ask me. Yes, Jason. Chad, would you please pass the bacon? I, I absolutely will. All right. Can you reach it? Um, I got short. Short little oh, Don't you spill that on the carpet. Oh, there we go, buddy. I want you to pick your piece. All right, don't I think move I'm gonna your chair go, around. Uh, I'm going to go here. And well, again, don't... to remind everyone, this is Trader Joe's uncured applewood smoked bacon. Okay, it's got a good. Ooh, you're gonna I don't, let's let's, let's do put this. that down because um, I'll get myself into trouble in our yeah. studio. Uh, it's got it's it seems crispy. It's crispy. Do you want like the texture? Cheers. Cheers. You have a hair. Why does it seem like you have a hair on yours? It's a piece of fuzz. It's just from the paper towel. Okay. All right. And, or your head. Here we All go. right, let's do it. Mm. Mm. Oh, mm. I mean, it smelled good when it was cooking, but when this 
hit my tongue. Oh, are you okay? For your, I'm for just the, trying not to. Uh, yes, that's mic. really annoying. Oh my god, this is good. Mm. I'll go ahead and go first. Go, please do this. I'm gonna go four seven five. Oh my goodness, four seven five. That's easily the highest rated. It's salty. It's got. It's got good and crisp. Salty, uh, which maybe that's. I just like a salty mm-hmm. bacon, you know what I mean? Yeah, 475. What do you have? All right, I'm with you on the saltiness. Okay. And the, you know, I think a lot of bacons will say applewood smoked, but you can t- you can really taste that in this, and it just brings out all the flavor of the bacon and the wood. I'm going to go 4.62149. So four, 4.5. Mm. I mean, that's not what I said, but yeah. Okay. You'll get it. You'll get it. You'll get the whole quarter point concept soon enough. It's only I'm been good with it's numbers. only been eight, eight episodes. Hmm. All right, cool. Hmm. That's, that's pretty good. strong. That's some strong bacon yeah, right there. That's good bacon. Speaking of strong, strong and good. Yeah, speaking of strong and good. If you're looking for a quality supplement, check out Victory Nutrition International, made from premium quality. Let me try that again. Quartering. <laughs> <laughs> made from premium quality ingredients, science-backed products with tons of clinicals that are peer-reviewed in scientific literature. Uh, I, I take VNI. I'm very happy with the results. That's um, products that really work, and it's nutrition that gets in. I like that. To get your VNI nutrition, visit vni.life forward slash victory athletics. Um. I always forget the forward slashes, the slash and the backslash. Um, which one starts I, of the left? I think so, it starts bottom left up to the top right. So basically like from 7 o'clock to 1 o'clock to me is forward slash. Maybe okay. it's wrong, but it's, that's, I don't know. I don't know. That's what just, I call it. I mean, we just type it all the time, but yeah. we're not really knowing what it's called. Yeah, but so there hey. you have it. But that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. We Make appreciate sure to it. Watch us on YouTube also. You can email us at... Please pass the bacon podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for episode updates, photos, and more. And thank you to Reed Reynolds for the original music. And he can be followed at at Reed.Reynolds. That, that, that was going to say dot com. <laughs> I almost did too. I feel like you had to say it. <laughs> I mean, and then I said <laughs> at at. You can follow him at at ampersand. Read Reynolds. Dot Reynolds. Yeah, read dot Reynolds. There you go. Dot All right. Com. All right. That's it. See you next time. Please. I beat you to the explosion that time. <laughs> but I don't have any bacon in my mouth. <laughs>